0: Hi and welcome to Home Education For All, or HEFA for short. At HEFA we believe that community is the heart of home education and so that's what we built. We built a community in the UK, helping, supporting and uplifting each other to be the best home educators we can be. And now we're coming to you via this podcast too. Stay tuned for all things home education in the UK via our amazing, experienced, knowledgeable and often hilarious team. We truly believe home education can be for everyone and we hope listening here will give you the confidence or knowledge you need if you've been considering home education. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So, this week I do not have any guests with me. This week you have me all to yourself. And for this episode, we are talking about something that keeps coming up um, in home ed communities and in parenting communities as well. It is dun 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 screen time. Okay. So, screen time is often a contentious issue uh, when it comes to not only parenting, but also home education as well. So, I feel like it would be really nice to be able to dedicate a little bit of time to it um, from my perspective as a home educator um, and, you know, see where that goes. So, it is something that comes up time and time again um, and... (sighs) I guess the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, something that's actually quite important, and that's as parents of the next generation, it's really important for us to recognise that very few of us grew up with access to the kind of tech that our children have grown up with as their normality. So the majority of us were, you know, taught to use computers or, you know, mobile phones by somebody else. Um... You know, depending on how old you are, you know, it was either older. We were either older children or teens or even adults um, before we had access to a computer at home or to our own mobile phone, for example. Our children, however, they've been born into a world where this technology just is. It just exists all around them. And so they have a very different experience and a very different interaction with that technology as a result. I like to kind of see it that as as the parents, our experience of technology is analogue, whereas theirs is digital. They're just plugged in to the tech world um, and the digital age because it's the age in which they were born. So when we're talking about screen time, this is this is a, a kind of. Um, One of those buzzwords that we see an awful lot in the home ed community. But what do we actually mean by screen time? It's, you know, it's definitely gained momentum in recent years, but it's something that I found was really worth exploring for myself. What my thoughts were around screen time as a concept um, and what it actually meant to me. And, you know, when I when I took the time to explore that, what I realized is this this buzzword screen time is a lot less specific than I thought it was. It's a very general idea. And it because it's such a general idea, it will mean different things to different families. So when I'm talking about screen time, um, for me, the first thing I had to really understand was what I meant by it. By screen time, was I meaning all technology that comes on a screen or was I really talking about, you know, what that technology is used for? And these are two really different things. And for some families, it will be as black and white as anything that comes with a screen is classed as screen time. And we then, you know, adjust our home ed accordingly with that view. Um, And for other families, it might be that actually it's not about the fact that the technology has a screen. It's um, what the technology is used for and in what context and in what experience and and all of those kinds of things. So when we're thinking about what screen time is, um, I thought it would be really helpful to um, kind of look at what... um, you know, breaking down digital technology into different devices that we access technology with. Um, And again, this is something that I did for myself to help me to understand what I meant by screen time so that I could better explain that to my children and have conversations with them around this concept of screen time. So for me, when I'm breaking down digital technology into different devices. I've got TV, I've got mobile phones and smartphones, computers, tablets, laptops. I've got the Alexa. I've got Kindle, um, you know, those Kindle tablets that you read books on. You've got games, consoles themselves, handheld consoles and also the bigger consoles that you attach to the TV. You've got digital cameras, smartwatches, VR, um, you know, Oculus, for example. Then we've got things like the cinema and interactive digital exi- exhibits at the museum. And you've even got these, you know, touch touchscreen um, devices at fast food outlets, for example. These are all examples of devices that we access technology with. So we really do access a huge amount of technology on a daily basis. And that's when we break it down into all of those different types of devices that we access technology on, we're able to start exploring what we consider as screen time and what we don't, if that makes sense. So if we start with TV, for example, um, when I was growing up, um, TV was mostly, you know, for light entertainment and to watch the news. And. Um, Saturday morning cartoons were a really heavy feature in my house and we used to absolutely love Saturday mornings but nowadays TV has a much broader use so when you're thinking about screen time in relation to the device of a television it's it's helpful to think about you know am i considering the TV as a whole as part of screen time or am I only including certain types of programmes as screen time and other things are not? Um, You know, for example, would you consider that documentaries and programmes that you feel are educational, uh, would you consider that as part of screen time? Um, Or are those things exempt? And would you class movies and um, musicals, for example, as part of a child's screen time? Or would you consider that exempt? You know, what is it that you class as educational and what is it that you class as not? And do those things align with what your child considers educational and not? Quite often, those two don't line up, which is which is fun and interesting and and worth exploring. So for me, when I started to dig around with my thoughts around TV um, and TV time, spending time watching TV, I began to realise that it's not necessarily the use of TV that was bothering me. Um, It was the things that it was being used for. So I started to explore why I deemed some programmes as valuable and other things as not. Um, Spoiler, you know, that schooled mindset really does creep in everywhere. Um, And and for me, the conclusion was that I eventually realised that Instead of judging the value of the content my kids were watching and deciding what I felt was worthy or not, I decided that it was better for me to kind of join them in what they were watching so that I could better understand why they were enjoying it and what they were getting out of it. And as a result, what's happened is that I have a really, um, I really don't view TV as screen time. Um, we'll we'll get to what I view as screen time in a bit, but for me, I just see TV as a really valuable tool. It's uh, a wonderful tool for you know deep conversations and debates and exciting discussions with my kids. I watch you know several different shows with my different children um, across the week because they're really interested in various different things and they really love watching a series on it. Or, you know, one of my children love watching sagas of films and series of films and trilogies and all of those kinds of things. Um, and And actually, what I found was that when I started sitting down and watching with them, I started to recognise why they were interested in it, what it was providing to them, and in turn, I was then able to better understand them, their um, their interactive experiences with things and kind of how they learn. Um, so for me, it turned out that TV didn't feature in that kind of understanding for me of what, what I was viewing as screen time. If we have another look at one, which is a little bit more complex, you know, is smartphones so my first phone um, was literally for calling people and texting and i did have a game on it and it was that game called snake um, for those of you who had a phone with the game snake you can hear the noise right now um, in your brain uh, your memory has just clicked and you can hear it and see the little snake going round and you've got to try and not let it eat itself um, I think it's safe to say that we've moved on a little bit uh since then. But something that's worth noting is that mobile phones uh smart, the majority of mobile phones are now smartphones. Um you can still get phones that are not smartphones. Um and those phones will call and text people and that's pretty much it. Um and if that's what's right for your family, that's what's right for your child or that's what you prefer for yourself, awesome. Um when it comes to smartphones what we've got to bear in mind is that a smartphone is a mini computer in your pocket so for me it was important that I first looked at what my use of my smartphone was and what I found is that I use my smartphone as an alarm I use my smartphone as a calendar as a diary I use it as a reminder service for myself. I use it to write documents. I use it to do the online shopping every week. I use it. Everything that I use a laptop for, I use my phone for as well. So I don't actually have any games on my phone. I'm not somebody who enjoys gaming. Um, My brain doesn't doesn't enjoy games unless it's uh, sort of a word game or a puzzle or or something like that. and i'm just not naturally wired to to really be that interested in gaming and that's fine but what i do use my phone for is um social media for example i um use my phone for recording podcasts i use it for um accessing social media like facebook instagram tiktok um and i use it for um voice messaging voice calls video calls I use it as a camera um, I actually don't have a digital camera anymore because the camera on my phone is so good that I use that instead. Um, so so actually my smartphone is a is a mini computer in my pocket. Right. So when I'm looking at how I use it from the outside, when someone is looking and watching me use my phone, they are going to make judgment calls and presumptions of what I'm doing on my phone. And um, my children and I have have had this conversation before. When I used to run a business, um, you know, the children would be busy doing bits and bobs that they were interested in. And I'd be catching up on some work on my phone. Um, You know, I'd be replying to a client or booking someone in or um, catching up on some paperwork or doing my accounts. All of these things I did on my phone on the go so that I could do it anywhere when I had a minute um, in between the boys doing things. So, for example, we'd be at a park meetup, the boys are quite happy, they're off doing their own thing, and I would be sat with a cuppa on my phone, catching up on my accounts. Now, to other people looking in, it could be judged that I am not interacting with my children, I'm just sat on my phone, probably playing a game, or scrolling Facebook. Um, And what I will say is, those things... Are just as valuable as doing my accounts, um, but we we often have a lot of um, conditioned responses when we see people on technology. Unless we can see exactly what they're doing, and we can then judge for ourselves whether we would deem it as a valuable pastime or not. And that's what we have to be careful with when we're thinking about smartphones and and mobile phone use in our children. So. For my children, um, my, my youngest son doesn't have a mobile phone. He has a tablet. Um, and my older son has his own mobile phone. He doesn't have a tablet. So they both access various different things um, on those two devices. And I don't necessarily know every second of every day what it is they're accessing on there. So what I do know is what they access most. And what they're accessing most is, for example, how to videos on YouTube tutorials um, to work through something on a game that they're trying to do or on a design that they're trying to make. They use it a lot for research. Um, they, um, My older son uses his phone a lot for um, Discord. So he's um, talking to his friends. He's also working on his project um, for RulerCraft and, and all kinds of wonderful things like that. And it's very hard as a parent um, to kind of separate everything out on a smartphone or on a computer or on a tablet um, and decide what what is valuable and what is not valuable and what you would class as screen time and what you would not class as screen time. So what we find um, a lot of us doing as parents is we'll go, well, I'll just lump everything in together And I'll say, you can have an hour on your screens. You can have screen time for an hour a day. And what that does is it doesn't it doesn't take into consideration the nuance of all of the different technology that we have access to and the ways in which we're using that technology. And this is this is kind of the point of today's podcast is. Um, it's not to tell you that you shouldn't restrict your child's access to technology or that you should, um, you should restrict it or, or any of those kinds of things. Whatever you're doing um, regarding technology for your family is right for your family. What this podcast is about is getting us to just unpick a little bit our thoughts around this idea of screen time and maybe recognising that it's a lot more nuanced than maybe we realise it is. So, you know, just looking at the TV there, we we unpicked all of that and had a look at, you know, actually, for me, I was deeming some things as educational and some things as not um, from an outside perspective, from just walking in the room and going, well, that doesn't look very educational. What are you learning from that? I'm walking away again, yeah? Yet when I joined my child in it, when I sat down and watched the programme with them, and then we had chats afterwards and various things like that. What I discovered was actually so much more. The same with smartphone use. My children have, um, you know, access to their their technology. And I cannot, um, obviously, we have things like uh, parental controls, right? So there are some things on my um, son's tablet that he cannot access on his tablet because he's, number one, not old enough um, to be able to access those kinds of um, apps or social media devices, things like that. Um, And number two, we have parental controls on various things, such as um, Steam, for example, uh, where he um, is able to do um, written chat, but he can't do voice chat. My older child um, can do written and voice chat um, and he has Discord, whereas the younger one does not have Discord. So I'm not saying, you know, give your child a smartphone and just, you know, ignore what they do on it. What I'm saying is that the use of a smartphone is a lot more nuanced and when we as parents look at it from the outside without really knowing what's going on and what processes our children are going for and what apps they're using and and all of those kinds of things and discussing it with them um what can happen is we end up going right well you've been using your smartphone for the last hour so you know you only get an hour of screen time a day so i'm going to turn everything off now and you need to go and do something more productive it's dangerous territory Um, And the reason it's dangerous territory is because when we restrict something, um, we will know as adults, when we restrict something down to a very minute amount. So, for example, um, you know, 10 minutes in 24 hours, um, that's a tiny amount of time. Right. And we say, you know, for those for those 10 minutes, you can do the one thing that you love and enjoy the most And for the rest of the time, you have to do something else that I feel is more important, um, you know, because I'm older than you and therefore I know more about the world and and all of those kinds of things. So to another adult, we would say, you know, those 10 minutes you get to do your favourite thing and the rest of the time you need to do what I say you need to do. Um, What's going to happen is that that adult is number 1 probably not going to do what you say but also if they were to do what you were going to say they're then constantly focused on that that 10 minutes they're constantly thinking about it it's a little bit like when people go on diets um and they restrict a lot of um foods and they find that they dream about the <laughs> chocolate they dream about cake they can't stop thinking about it and it's because our brain is wired that when we see lack, um we focus on it. So when it comes to sort of um you know thinking about screen time, what you class as screen time, what you don't class as screen time for your children, and that is for you to decide as a family or as a parent, however it is that you you do your parenting and home ed, um we don't want to focus on the the portion that they're allowed to do what we want to do is we want to focus on the day as a whole so we want to focus on filling up that day with various different things not only that we feel are important but also that the child feels is important so um, for me for example um for me it's really important that we once we're up that we eat something Um, that we have something to eat, we have something to drink, we take care of ourselves. Um, We check in with ourselves and see how we're feeling that day. Is it a day that we're just, you know, we're exhausted? Like today, we've been out for the last two days busy. Um, It's one of my children's birthdays today. And, um, you know, people have stuff to do this evening as well. And although we had planned to go and do something today, I've said, you know what, I've checked in with myself and I'm exhausted. So actually, um, you know, we need to have we need to have an indoor day today. And and that's okay. It's about for for me. And what's important in our family is being able to check in with yourself, see how you're going, how you're getting on that day. Did you sleep well? Have you, you know, refueled your body? Um, Are you thirsty? All of those things. And then we have some chores that we need to do. Um, because as a family, we all live in our house and we're all responsible for for taking care of it. So those things happen. Um, we don't have a set time we need to get up. We don't have, um, you know, those kinds of set strict routines, but we do have a now and next like in programming. If this, then that. So if we've got up, then we need to have ourselves some drink. If we've had a drink, we need to have ourselves something to eat. Um, if we've checked in with ourselves, we need to now decide what happens next. So are we now going to get dressed or are we going to have a PJ day? These kinds of things. Um, and can you tell that all of my children are, are, are tech-based in my house? Um, I'm not, but they they are. So we use programming <laughs> um, techniques because they understand it. Um, so when it comes to Uh, what's important, you know, to us as a family, those things are important to get done before we do anything else. And that's not just about tech use. It's about anything. So, um, you know, if we're wanting to get loads of um, crafting stuff out that day or we're wanting to work on a project or, or whatever it is that we're doing, those things need to happen first so that we've got the foundation in place to be able to carry on with our day and tech forms a part of that it's not a case of you can't go on tech until you've done this it's a case of this stuff is important as a family to us and we need to do these things before we do anything else so the focus is never on tech restriction it's on the day as a whole and what we fill it with and it's um for us the focus is on filling the day with various things that are important to me important to my children important to their education and important to um, being good community members so when we fill our days like that it what happens is that the the brain isn't attached to when when can i go on my computer when can i go on my phone when can i go on the switch it becomes at some point, I'm going to do that today. And that's really cool, because I know that that part, you know, that's part of um, an important day for us is that we do we do that as well. And it's no less valuable. And it's no that there, there's nothing that's more valuable or less valuable in our house. So it's it's less it just becomes less of an issue. Um. That's not to say that it was always like this for our house, by the way. Um, I, like many parents, when, um, you know, your children get to whatever age they get to and they become interested in, you know, technology, um, other than sort of television and music, for example. Um, it becomes something we have to consider as a parent. How are we going to approach this? Um, what's the research on it? And what we find is that there is research uh, for tech and against tech. Um, the same as the same as anything else. The same as red wine. There's you know, there's um, there's always there's always a new study that comes out saying red wine's really good for your heart, and then there's another study that comes out saying actually we were wrong. It's really bad for your heart. Um, you know and and all of these kinds of things so that's exactly the same as there is with tech and it's important that as parents if you're going to do your research on um, sort of the effects of technology um, number one that you're specific about what type of device what type of technology and what type of use of that technology you're talking about so if it's um you know the effects of social media on teenagers for example you need to be looking specifically at the effects of social media so um the effects of facebook the effects of whatsapp the effect effects of snapchat um and and you need to be really uh quite narrow in your research to ensure that you're getting the information that you need based on what it is you're trying to find out. Um, Research just generally on screen time is something that I would steer clear of um, because it's not nuanced. It's lumping in, um, you know, a, a VR headset with a television and with a computer and with a digital camera. These are all screens that we use and it's all time that we spend on screens. So when it comes to your family's use of screen time for me the most important thing is that number 1 you're working within your family unit it's not about what i do as as a family it's not about what that person over there is doing as their family it's about the children you have in front of you the interests they have and the way in which you feel comfortable and they feel comfortable engaging with technology what i will say is that um technology isn't going anywhere unless unless we have some worldwide apocalypse um technology is not going anywhere it's only getting more integrated into society so it is something that you know if we're If we're looking at our duty, our responsibility as a parent, we have a responsibility to ensure our child is is provided with a suitable education um, that enables them, when grown, to participate in not only the local community that they're a part of, but also the wider community and even further afield, if that's right for them. The, The education we provide them with should not prevent them from engaging into society, um, in, in res- it shouldn't restrict them from being able to do that. So when we look at the society and the community that we have at the moment, we're in a digital age. So digital use is important. Um, it's important that children are, are digitally literate. Um, it's important for jobs, but it's also important for their own safety and wellbeing um the the way that things are happening you know technology is advancing so quickly that there are jobs that will be created that we don't even know exist yet um for the children that we're educating right now so even if your child is a very hands-on person who enjoys um you know landscape gardening for example or um carpentry or plumbing or ele- el- electrics or any of those kinds of things that are more hands-on and not necessarily sat in front of a computer there are still technological advances and, and um, technology that they are going to need to be able to use to be able to um, not be disadvantaged in society when they get there so it's not going anywhere and as parents, we need to kind of reconcile in ourselves how we want to work with technology for the the best input and the best output for our children. For me, I'm a very analytical person. So for me, it was about, you know, starting with that word screen time and then kind of um, digging down from that what do I mean by screen time is it only games that I'm talking about and actually how do I then regulate that when games are accessible on several different devices is it um only tv that I'm talking about but I'm I'm okay with documentaries and I'm okay with musicals or movies um but I'm not okay with um you know tv series or Um, CBBs or you know whatever it is it's it really is about um, getting a real good understanding of what your understanding and meaning is when you're talking about screen time digging down into the reasons that you feel those things need looking at digging down into the devices that your family uses to access technology and then digging down into um, working out kind of if you want to go further than that you would you would then go down into unpicking why you feel some things are educational and some things aren't when you know as a whole we know that that everything is is educational to an extent um so yeah that's my ramble on screen time um as I say this isn't a uh an episode of me telling you what you should be doing this is a kind of ramble about my thoughts and feelings around screen time and what i did and continue to do when i feel stuff come up around it um we we spent a few uh so the last 2 months um we've been without a car and um because i uh, also have chronic illnesses being without a car makes it quite difficult to get to places And what we found is that actually, um, you know, technology use increased across those two months. Um, And I started to have those those panics and those thoughts of, you know, should I be taking them off, you know, the computers or saying, put your phone away or, you know, should I be turning the telly off? And all of those kinds of thoughts come up when um something changes slightly or your children reach a new developmental stage or whatever it is it's it's always changing and always evolving and what i recognized was that actually it's not a big deal for us um because the car when it gets fixed it's now fixed but when it gets fixed what happens is that we're able to get out of the house every day and we have those natural breaks throughout the day um and so it's it's actually not a problem um and for other families, they might not even think that they might not even go there with that um kind of okay tech tech uses has you know increased is it a problem um they might not even have that thought process it might be you know tech- tech use has increased cool and and that's as far as that might go, and another family might go down a complete you know um rabbit hole of of panic about it so I think while it's valuable to ask others um what their screen time looks like for their family what their rules around it are and things like that ultimately the only person who can decide what that needs to look like for your family is you and your family and there is no right or wrong here um you know, you can read research on one side till the cows come home and then you can read research on the other side till the cows come home. What we do know is it's not going anywhere. Tech is not going anywhere. So we as parents need to recognise that we work in analogue, our children work in digital and find a way to marry that up. I hope that this ramble was helpful. and as always, if you have any questions or any thoughts or you'd like to chat to me about screen time, um, then you can find us in the Heifer Facebook group, the Home Ed for All Facebook group. We are also on um, the interwebs in all ways, shapes and forms. We're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, and we have our own website as well. So that's it for this week. Um, I've really enjoyed having a little ramble to you Uh, and next week we will be back with more guests so until then take care and we will see you in the group.